Hey, hey, again, it is Mike Walker here on On The Spot. We are excited today. We got Daryl Simpson with us, financial mm-hmm. management strategist, a expert mm-hmm. in the area of financial services. We are excited mm-hmm. to have him here with us on the spot. And welcome, my brother. Yes, welcome. Man, it's a blessing to, to be here, man. Uh, just honored that I was considered, honored that I was able to participate. Um, you know, I love you, Dr. Walker, and I'm, I'm proud of you. Uh, been a great mentor. Uh, and yeah, man, family's been a blessing in my life. And uh, I'm glad to be here just to share the knowledge, man. Well, we so we we were excited to hear you were coming on, and yeah, I just yeah. man just reciprocate that love back to you, my brother. You've been a blessing yes. Uh, yes. to us, you know, and especially to my son. Oh yeah, you know I love them boys. Them my them my people. Yeah, yeah man. They, I they told got him he was heart. coming on the podcast, uh-huh. so he he can't wait to hear this one, man. I told him <laughs> he was coming. <laughs> yeah, that's my hero, Mr. Mike and Kelly. You know I love them. Uh, two very smart kids who. Uh, and I used to always say, man, they do more for me than I could ever do for them, you know, with uh, yeah, yeah. just what, you know, just seeing them achieve and excel, uh, it blesses my heart, man. Listen, man, we thank you for all you do. Yes, and sir. for our listening audience, which is a very diverse listening mm-hmm. audience, I want to get sure. us started by allowing Amen. you just to tell the audience a little bit about how you got your start in financial <laughs> services managers. How did you uh, get into banking? How to get into banking. Uh, man. All that good stuff. It's, it's a, it's a very unique story. Uh, back in 86, I became a courier. I was just driving checks around the city. The, the very menial job as far as a banker goes. I was just driving checks from branch to branch. Then I was promoted to the mailroom, which was, probably the best job I had in banking because in the mailroom, it allowed you to go to various areas, see what they do in various departments, um, ask a lot of questions. Now, mind you, this was back in 86 and uh, 87, things like, like that nature. And may, may have been 85. So um, wasn't many African-American brothers in there. So um, it just so happened, I started with a bank called Gulf Federal Savings Bank. Uh, the bank president was uh, Joseph Mamahat, and um, we developed a good relationship. And he always looked out for me because he's seen my determination, my will to, to do a good job. And he promoted me on, on multiple levels. So at that time, it was a savings and loans crisis. So we were laying off. So, uh, but that's how I started in the mailroom, then into, uh, as a courier, and then I branched off into retail banking, moved to Texas and um, got into the trust department. So I just worked my way up and I seen that investments were important and it sparked the interest that um, to just never left. Now, mind you, my high school teacher, uh, Mr. Dallas, God rest his soul, had us manage a portfolio in the 11th grade. Wow. Well, we wow. had to buy stocks. You know, you, you bought stocks, you bought bonds, and we discussed your portfolio. Every month we balanced the portfolio. So that laid dormant in my, my spirit. Now, also, I would say that's the importance of also having Black men as teachers, because we, you know, when it, when he was able to teach me that, it just it just lay dormant. And then 
after going into banking and just something that awakened. Um, so I've been in the industry now 25 plus years. Um, I've seen a lot. The industry is constantly changing. But the one thing right now, man, is that there's so much information out there uh, that can help us as African-Americans because one thing that I know for sure, uh, I know we're going to talk generational wealth, it's not a legacy of ours. Right, right. Just a small percentage of families. You know, my parents were general laborers. Uh, they didn't know about mutual funds, the benefits of having stocks, uh, things of that nature. It was like you have a checking account, savings account, save your money, things like that. So um, it's just a lot of a lot of knowledge, a lot of um, um, education that that we need as African Americans. Oh man, that is good stuff, and I think you're spot mm -hmm. on because mm -hmm. you know just thinking about the education component, I was hearing you. Mm -hmm. Give your give your background how you got started and what I thought exposure. Mm -hmm. Oh and man, that early <laughs> just that early exposure. With, <clears throat> yeah, which is the sign of good educators. You know, as educators, yes. man, you know, one of the things that we strive to do in trying our best to to strike a chord with the mm -hmm. learner yes. is we, we try to take ideas and, and mm -hmm. concepts and move them into the heart and mind of the student. And when I heard you say, you know, it just started in high school, you know, I had a teacher that had us actually out mm -hmm. here, pulling and dabbing in stocks. I thought about that method that we use, you know, mm -hmm. that basic method. I'm gonna give it to somebody who lists who's gonna hear this when it brought yeah, exactly. in that all the master teachers, they're really trying to do three things, man. Anytime mm -hmm. that we're trying to, to get something planted in you and you just acknowledge mm -hmm. it that it actually still works. <laughs> so it works. <laughs> it still works. So we try it to works. do three things, man. Just trying to trying to listen, trying to plant a seed. Plant a seed. Just trying yeah. to literally plant, plant a seed. Then cultivate it <laughs> and activate it. Activate, yeah. Just hit all three. We're like, yeah, yes. way back in high school when he yeah. exposed us. Exposed us. Stop me, and my wife, me and my wife have that conversation all the time about. You know, my mother was a high school graduate, and but she exposed us to so much more in life. And that exposure, you know, I was able to go to Wall Street when I was like 11 or 12. Wow. You know, because I had an aunt that lived in Brooklyn, um, grew up in Vashry, Louisiana, went to Southern University, got an opportunity to go to Virginia to work on her master's, and then moved to Brooklyn. And that, so we would travel there some summers and that would give us exposure. Certainly. It's, well, that's the so, beauty of it. Exposure. Yeah. Exposure. Now, I'm, I'm going to move right into some good yeah. stuff. I think yeah. that we really want to hear, you know, according yeah. to a recent U.S. News mm -hmm. article that published back at sort of the end of the first 12 months of COVID, it was around December right. 2020. This particular article was entitled The Retirement Crisis Facing Black Americans. It was very mm -hmm. specific. Right, right. Looking at what's going on in Black America related to retirement. And in that article, it noted 44% of Black Americans have retirement savings accounts with a typical balance of around $20,000. Right. That's just shocking when you hear yeah. that, first of all. Yeah. Okay. You know, four, almost five, four out of 10 yes. working African got a retirement savings account with around $20,000 in it. Right, right, right. That alone, shocking. Right. When I took a step back and I was thinking about, I'm going to have a chance to sit down with Brother Simpson, talk this mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. My question to you from mm -hmm. the nation, what can be done to improve mm -hmm. these numbers? What, what can we do? 
again, the first piece in, you know, us coming from ministry, you know, uh, Deuteronomy 6 is, tells us that the family should sit down and discuss this. It's going to come from in the home. Okay. We got we got to start at the, at the home front, talking about money management, talking about credit, talking about how to uh, taxes, the importance of taxes, you know, rather than, you know, um, when you do your taxes, include your kids. You know, a lot of times financial situations were secret. Yeah, that's in true. In our home. <laughs> yeah, you know, you didn't really talk. It was taboo. You didn't really talk about, okay, this is how you do. That's not the same thing in other homes. They get okay. them prepared early for this is what your tax liabilities are going to be. This is because it's, it's affected me. This is what your tax liabilities are going to be. Insurance, whether it be medical, health, sure. disability, disability, because, you know, injuries and cancer and diabetes, all these things can affect the impact of your income. Okay. So with your income, that's when you shave a portion to put into retirement planning or put into a savings for a rainy day fund, as they say. But um, a loss of a job can be devastating. So there's a lot of things, but I, I really think that uh, our people struggle from lack of knowledge. Wow. And because we don't, you know, it's not a, a focus, you know, that you and I both love sports, we, you know, football, basketball, everything. But a lot of our, we, we put too much emphasis on that. And it's only a small percentage that's going to make it to the next level. Very earn small. The, earn, earn the income. Yeah, that's that, you know, so you here you are investing all your money into kids that might be nine or 10. He's got uh, position coaches and tennis shoes that's costing $200 and things of that nature. I played basketball in high school four years. My dad never bought me a pair of tennis. Wow. Old school. Old school. Yeah, told me, old school. Yeah, he told me, tennis make my feet stink. I said, they're not for you, they're for me. He said, well, then you earn them. So there you go. I had to earn and save and uh, if, if I wanted those tennis. So taught me a valuable lesson. Retirement planning is one of the things that we struggle with. Uh, I tell people just the basics. If you got a job and they have a 401k program, take advantage of it. Yes. Take advantage of it and put a portion of your income aside. A lot of companies aren't doing it now, but some used to match dollar for dollar. But if they match 3%, that's $3 that they're giving you to be a part of this program. So take advantage of it. So also... With social media, TikTok, Facebook, all these podcasts, there's so much information out there that we didn't have when we were coming up. And so that's the only thing is going to be information. Something we also talked about was fear of the unknown. Yeah. yeah. The only way you get rid of fear is to get in there and say, oh, this ain't, this not so bad. You know, go to uh, websites that talk about money management. Find a financial advisor, find a banker, you know, that can teach you how to manage your resources and the accounts that you have, that you should have in your possession. An insurance agent, 
you know, how, you know, how yeah. to start in, uh, investing in insurance policies where you can borrow money from yourself. So all these things we didn't have at our ready. And that's one of the things that put us behind. Okay. So we mm-hmm. hear you loud and clear. It's <clears throat> in the home. What's in the home? It starts in a home and talking then about money. talking about money, managing it, managing that it. help us. Interesting. That's very interesting. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Daryl, that same article mm-hmm. noted that 34 percent of African-Americans own um, own stocks or mutual funds. So, so when mm-hmm. you think about it, that, you know, three out of 10 African-Americans mm-hmm. actually own stock or mutual funds. Right. More African-Americans own stocks or mutual funds. Of course. Just uh, I tell people all the time when you know I share with them about the stock market, you participate in the market even if you don't want to. Man, break, break, break that down because somebody <laughs> needs to know what you mean by that. Break that down. So even if you don't participate, you, you don't want to participate, you participate. You buy food, you buy clothes, you buy gas. You buy um, tires for your vehicle, you pay your mortgage. All those things are, are income producing. Somebody has some ownership. Right. Uh, it's great to be an owner. Um, and nowadays, you know, there's various stock programs where you don't have to start with a great deal of money. You know, you can start off with some people, I even say $250, put it away. And then you start watching it grow. And you say, oh, I like this. You know, one of the things uh, my wife and her girlfriends have a an investment club. It's called the Black Pearls Investment Club. And they get together and they, they discuss stocks and they discuss things. And so, and every once in a while, they'll pull me in and ask, ask questions. And um, it's been going on over 10 years now. And they're doing pretty well and they love it. Just yeah. the, the sport of, picking stocks they pick some that don't do so well they pick some that do great but they're owners and that's what that is is. so yes um a lot of people are going away from mutual funds but it's a great place to start another thing you don't have to have a great you know you don't have to have ten twenty thousand dollars just think of the things we buy um you know like fifty dollars a month $100 $100 a quarter, $200 a quarter, have it automatically coming out of a checking account or savings account into a mutual fund. But just think, we go to Red Lobster, that's 50 bucks. That we don't own. That we don't own. We don't own none of that lobster. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So these are things that, you know, we can look at, you know, what are you, you know, uh, passionate about? You know, um, look at these companies that you're spending your money with. Right, right, buy, right. Buy some new stocks. But there's a lot of programs out there now that we just didn't have the knowledge. So that's where it comes, became, you know, not a legacy of ours to have money to. to not. Now, there are some challenges from a, you know, when I, I read some of the questions, um, typically sometimes we get paid less. This is true. So that's one of the things you can't handle because we get paid sometimes uh, lesser than people of other, you know, nationalities and colors and persuasion. So that's something we have to navigate as well. That's right. That's right. And what you're really telling us 
you know, in this in this particular moment, is you mm-hmm. you're telling us we need to change. Many of us need to change our mindsets Mindset, from, yeah. from from enriching others mm-hmm. to enriching ourselves, becoming yeah. owners, right, right, as opposed to leasers. Let's right. I should say technically, you want to own. Right, right. You figure right. out how to own. You need to figure out own some of these things. Because right. I love how you say it. I'm, I'm gonna have to pull on that when I'm working uh-huh. with you. Look, you participating, whether you invest in or not. not Somebody's you know, getting a some, revenue stream off your dollars. Right, right. Me and a wife, we did. Uh, you know, we 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 like just hanging out. People watch it sometimes. So uh, we celebrated our 28th anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you, man. And so after, you know, we went to attend the event, it was sold out, things. And so we just went to North Park Mall and just people watched. And you see people in line for Balenciaga, for Louis Vuitton, for Case Bay, you know, people just in long lines waiting to spend that money, coming out with $850 tennis shoes. Goodness. And I'm like, wow. You know, so um i heard someone say if it's on your butt it's not an asset that is so you know a lot of times we spend a lot of time on uh how we look uh what we drive things like that um being in banking i I met a lot of people that you wouldn't even think were rich especially in nashville when i was in nashville um i learned you never judge a book by its color because Let's cover because uh, there was a gentleman came in overalls, you know, you always have a straw in his mouth, you know, right. just, you know, down home country guy. And one of my uh, uh, co-workers didn't want to help the guy because he figured he, he, he don't have anything. So I helped him out. We talked things to the nature. We developed the relationship. And then he started coming to me on a regular basis. The gentleman was worth about $4 million. See there? <laughs> See? And he was he was selling hay and things. You know, he had a farm. He didn't figure Just it out. He owned his hay. He put it in the hands of those who need it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Driving, a, driving an F-150. He didn't have a Ferrari. He didn't have a Bentley. So we got to look at some of the things we're doing, you know, uh, from a financial standpoint. I like that point you brought out because there's something to be said about buying a pair. Well, let me back, let me really set it up. There's mm-hmm. something to be said about standing online mm-hmm. in a mall to purchase a pair of $800 sneakers and you punching the clock. <laughs> yes, yes. There's, there's yes. something to be said about yes. that whole equation right there. There's yes. something, something's, as, as the as the as the as our elders and ancestors used to say, somebody had the cart before the hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Because it's, it, it, something in that whole illustration when you get it, just don't it ain't quite right. You mm-hmm. know? Eight hundred dollars yeah. sneakers. Eight hundred dollars sneakers. I was like, you might wow. be punching the clock Monday morning, right? Because you see Kanye West wearing them, or you see right somebody of prominence. So now you're feeling some kind of way, you know? Yeah. So that, that's one of the, and that, that keeps us away from um, that generational wealth. That, yeah, that's one of those stumbling blocks that we, Mm -hmm. you put so much of our cash 
into things we don't own. Right, right, right. That when it comes time to truly look at, um, I, I remember something my father once told me. Mm-hmm. He says, look, your mind can stay sharp, mm-hmm. but your body can only do so much at a particular yes, point in your life. So, so some of the things you were able to accomplish with your body physically right. in your 20s. Exactly. You're just not able to do that <laughs> at 65. Of course. You know what I'm course, saying? Of course. It's not working. And, and mm-hmm. there's something to be really discussed inside our communities and our homes about how are we using exactly. our, our cash, our resources of that nature when we're young. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. How are we using that cash? And 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 how, and this is the big question, how mm-hmm. how is this purchase either met, setting me up mm-hmm. to, to, to experience financial security or even more to be free? Right, right. In, in these lands of the free. Right, right. And, and so it's it's weird. I don't know if we're we're, we're connecting those dots enough sometimes that because i'm going to give you another another uh uh, just a a statistic here man that blew my mind when i when i ran across this doing Mm -hmm. some research preparing to to chat with you i discovered that the social security administration is reporting Mm -hmm. that 38 percent of their beneficiaries rely on 90 percent of their income is coming from social security yeah, you know, because because really? that's all we knew, you know. Well, um, that's the only thing we knew, you know. You you work, you retire, you get social security, right? You know, right. You work, you retire, you get social. You get security. some social security. Well, it should be three levels: social security, your personal savings, and what you have in your retirement savings. Man, you need to drop that knowledge again to get that to them again. Somebody need to hear that twice. Yeah, so uh, it should be your Social Security, your personal savings, and what you put aside for retirement. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, it's hard to do, especially now when we see everything rising, but it's one of those things you have to do. This is a must. It's a must, you know, because um, you got to outpace inflation. One of the only ways you do that is with investments. Um, and we got to prepare for the future. And like I said, um, I've been on that road where, you know, financial challenges, health issues, you know, my wife is a cancer survivor. Um, all those things come, yes. all those things come. And a lot of times we are not prepared for just untold, just really unprepared. Cause when I thought about this, depend mm-hmm. you know, 90% of their income you know, social security, that's 62 mm-hmm. and above. Right. You're, you're really dependent upon that social security check. Mm-hmm. I immediately thought about housing mm-hmm. and food. Right, right, right. Right. Housing going through the roof, cost of housing. Right, right, right. Food going through the roof. And I, I can't imagine nothing being any worse than having worked, what, 40, maybe 50 years in this yeah. country. Mm-hmm. And you're now in your 60s, 70s. And you can't even afford to buy groceries. Right, right. Um, I would challenge everybody, too, to um, think of socialsecurity.gov. You can kind of see what you're looking at okay. uh, when you retire. Socialsecurity.gov. Um, I have a classmate that works there. 
And she always encourages everybody to sign on, look at your account, see where you're at, and then you can determine. Now, another thing that's that's key, I know um, we're talking about generational wealth, but another thing that's key is too, that I think um, we rely on, we don't, we don't, we don't engage our entrepreneurial spirit. Okay. Um, we, we talk about jobs and working. Um, a lot of our kids are coming out that have tremendous amount of knowledge and things of that nature. Um, open your own business. You can work for someone and then start your own thing. You All know, right. uh, see what your passion is. Even if it's hat making, dress making, floor design. Do your own thing. Do your own thing. You create your own income. And um, that's another way that you can uh, increase your wealth, you know, uh, doing simple things like that. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Let's let's go right into this generational wealth because generational wealth plays a key role in improving the lives of the next generation, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is, I think, a really needed and deep discussion in many communities, you know. At some point, you have to realize the race you're running. You exactly. just not, you're gonna have to pass the baton. You, exactly. You're not you're not gonna see the best mm-hmm. of all that was that came from all your labor. And right, right. And we we need to have deeper discussions about generational wealth. I know we we've done our history lessons and understand how you know certain communities, including ours, have been excluded mm-hmm. from this or right, at right. least been hamstrung in right, the past. Right. But we got to look ahead. And, and start asking tough questions about have I set my children's children up right, right, right. to experience a better living situation in America? Could you discuss for somebody out there who's listening the importance of generational wealth? So we just got 45 minutes. <laughs> we don't need a day. But um, just think about it, you know, um, it would be great if uh, your father or your mother or your family would be able to say, here, son, here's a million dollars that we're going to transfer to you, um, either upon death or, you know, as a gift. Right. And then that, that, that allows you to establish some financial stability, correct? That sure does. Um, but again, it goes back to that key thing of the knowledge not having the proper knowledge financially, how do we transfer the wealth? Because what another thing that happens is people die, you don't know what they have, you don't know, you gotta start looking for policies, you gotta start looking for accounts, you gotta start looking for all these things because they haven't put a plan together. Right, to or don't even wanna talk about it. Don't want to talk about that's it. Another that's another one of theirs, and that's part of our our community. Yep. Um, we don't want to talk about death. We don't mm. want to talk about dying. We don't want to prepare for it. Now, um, during my banking tenure, I worked in the trust department, and you know, with a trust agreement, that cures a lot of the problems. Okay. Putting things in trust, you want to give your kids. I remember there was a gentleman. I uh, mean, he was 27 at the same time. Uh, when he turned 27, the family gave him $250,000. Mm. Well, he, he took that 250 and he 
traveled the world. He burned it up. He did whatever. <laughs> well, it was also stipulated in trust. At age 30, he would get another 250000 Okay. So he was set up that way. Right. So, but we have to look at, you know, how we setting things up legally, structurally. Again, something I've had to fight too because, you know, my banking knowledge didn't come till my 20s. Okay. Okay. You know? So, you, you know, these are things you didn't hear about. People didn't discuss. That's why we lose a lot of land because... Uh, and, and one of the things, too, we don't understand the importance of uh, change. Uh, there was a, a gentleman that told me when I was in banking, he said, um, there's nothing consistent in life but change. He who, resists, he who resists seldom profits. So we got to change our mindset. We got to change how we do things. And, and, and uh, when we find ourselves... Uh, not understanding. Find somebody who, who understands. No, that's good yeah. stuff. That's good stuff. What are your thoughts about cryptocurrency? I hear a lot of young oh, guys talking about it. <laughs> they they talking about what they're moving in and moving out of. But cryptocurrency, obviously, uh, is something that a lot of folks are interested in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some some say it, they dibble in it here, dabble in it there, mm-hmm. but. You know, what are your thoughts about cryptocurrency? Is this something that, that uh, folks should really be looking into? Well, any investment product that can earn you something is important. And it should be, it's not for everybody. Okay. Like this. You got to know what, and that's where you go see a financial advisor. That's where you go and sit down with somebody. Because you may have a desire to be in crypto, but you might not have the crypto risk factor. That's one of the first things you do when you meet with a client is determine their risk. So crypto is very new. There's some challenges. I'm beginning to look at it and see, you know, try to study and get abreast of what's going on in the crypto world. We see major things happen. The Cowboys just entered into a partnership with blockchain. Right. A place where you can trade crypto and, Bitcoins and, and, and things of that nature. So there's a lot of information out there, but you hear great things about crypto. You hear things that are not so great about crypto. So you have to have the knowledge. So what I would say, because I remember there was a story and, 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 and as soon as I read that, I thought about the story. There was a gentleman who died unexpectedly and he had millions of dollars an electronic crypto wallet mm. and all his clients lost money. Oh, wow. Lost that money that was in that crypto wallet. Wow. And I'll try I'll, I'll try to locate the, the article and get it to you, you know, for future reference. Yeah. But what I tell my clients all the time when they want to do certain things and want to go down various avenues that are not unique to them or they don't know, do your homework, study it. That's it. Don't just, don't just run and just drop it in there. You know, do your homework. Get familiar with it. Is this something I really have the, uh, the, 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 uh, the desire to do? What are the risk factors? What are the, you know, uh, I, I love the crypto commercial that's out right now where the guy said, hey, I'm a millionaire. He said, wait, wait, no, I'm not a millionaire. Hey, I'm a millionaire. And he's out partying. 
and that he's not a millionaire because it's so unique right now. Yes. It's expensive. Um, so you have to have the knowledge. Okay. You know, and the word tells us, my people shall perish from lack of knowledge. So you have to have that knowledge. That's key. And then, and then um, another thing too, is you have to have the investable assets. I okay. even tell some, you know, some of my clients, I said, you're giving this 10 grand a day. Um, and in three years, because when you're investing, you need to have a time horizon is important. Okay. I tell my clients three to five years is where you see your best results, but you have to hang in there with me. So I have some clients and, you know, when I was in the bank and I said, if you give me this 10 grand and let's say a year from now, it's worth six grand, seven grand. How would you feel? Oh, I'd be up here with my pistol. Well, I know. <laughs> well, then I know they're born on the conservative side. And then I have some that say, well, you said it's going to be three to five years. So I can be patient with it. Right. Then, again, determining their risk factor and those things. Um, that's how we plan for that. That's the strategy that's good. set up. That's good. That's everybody's good. different too. Everybody's yeah. situation is different. Oh, that's good. So, but crypto all kind of breadcrumbs. Oh, cool, cool. But crypto uh, is very interesting. It's popular, you know. Um, just like with Robinhood, remember with GameStop? Yep. Everybody went. To- <laughs> And then Everybody went that direction for a moment. Then things changed because they didn't have the knowledge of how the market can change. Right. A lot of people hadn't seen a market correction. I've been in this thing long enough to see the one in, I think, 87 with um, 2008. You know, so um, you just have to be knowledgeable about, you know, sometimes I tell people, who go to the casinos when you're investing, you know how much you can, you can lose. Or you right. take with you what you can, you know, what you can afford to lose. Some people have a problem and don't, you know, and yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit big today and don't make it. That's not how you invest, but you can look at it. There's some factors in there that may cause you some losses. That's good stuff. That's mm-hmm. good stuff. Now, I ask this final question. I ask this mm-hmm. all of my guests that come mm-hmm. on, on oh. this particular <laughs> podcast, man. And this is everybody always chuckles and it always takes a moment to, to answer. But I got to ask you this question. If you could speak to the 21 year old Daryl J. Simpson, mm-hmm. what would you tell him? What advice would you give him? Oh, man. Uh, stay humble. One, stay humble. Uh, two, uh, follow your dreams, man. Just, but it, it takes work um, and finish, finish your projects. There was a, a period in my life where uh, something didn't work, bam, I was out. Something didn't bam, I was out. Okay. And I learned you have to have uh, a staying power because you and I know there's knowledge and there's some things you get in the valley that you don't get on the mountain. Right. There's some challenges, there's some life experiences that you're going to, you're going to become stronger for because you're, 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 you're experiencing this crisis. So um, stay humble, stay focused, never stop learning. One of my uh, fathers in the ministry used to always say, and this dude had uh, two masters, a doctorate, everything. And he said, 
Daryl, I never stop learning. He said, I just, I'm always excited about learning. Yeah. And, that, and that's the key. You have to be excited about learning. When you think you've reached a, a pinnacle or you reached uh, the epicenter of everything and then, then everything comes crashing down. So always be willing to learn, change. Uh, if you can become a change agent, that's great. And um, one of the things my mother used to always tell me, life is not about you, son. <laughs> life is not about you. So you learn that the hard way. So help yeah. somebody else, you know. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Learn, be humble, stay humble, stay focused, finish your tasks, um, and just be mindful of the changes around you. All, that, all of that's good stuff. All mm -hmm. of that is good stuff. And we've heard very clearly mm -hmm. from you the importance of financial planning, the importance right. of getting these discussions right. in the home. In the home. That's what Start at home. At home. Mm -hmm. Let's have some conversation. Let's get the kids involved. Mm -hmm. Let's start transferring information, some knowledge from one generation to the next. We've heard you touch on the importance mm -hmm. of giving the next generation some experience in that right. exposure right. that is valuable, that it, it really helps. We've heard right. you say something else that we hadn't spotlighted, but I'm going to do it mm -hmm. now. The mm -hmm. value of working your way up in organization. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you, you talked about that. You went vertical mm -hmm. straight from yes. sort of the one of the areas that most people don't even mm -hmm. think about exist. Right, right. In the organization and went right up. Yes. You know, yes. and and to some of the highest levels mm -hmm. in your career path. And there's some that that still tells some young working uh mm -hmm. person that's gonna hear this that there is still value. Yes, yes. In working your way up. Yes, sir. The yes, organization. Sir. Because I know there's a lot of pressure these days to to progress mm -hmm. by moving laterally and yeah, sort of moving in and out of a spot, but Right. You, you touched on that, that there really is still a tremendous amount of value mm -hmm. in, in, work, in working our way up and, and helped us to understand what the real strategy is when you're mm -hmm. retiring. That don't, yeah. don't just look on, don't depend totally on your Social Security. It should be one yeah. of three yes, yes. components tied into it, man. Mm -hmm. well, listen, I, I have not only enjoyed this, but I want you to take mm -hmm. a moment and just sort of tell the audience a little bit about your firm and what you're doing now and and how they right, might right, reach right. you because i'm sure right. some young folks gonna want to gonna want to reach out to you i'm gonna get put some of your information in the description sure. with this podcast out so they can contact you directly but once you take a moment just tell them how they might be able to get in contact with you. Uh, yes um right now i i did i just started a a consulting firm but um i'm a member of ergo wealth advisors and I'm a senior relations senior relationship manager there. Um, you can reach me at uh, if I can give you my number is 940-597-3691. Uh, you can go to ergowealth.com and, uh, and that's E-R-G-A wealth.com. Um, also, um, I'm, you know, uh, I've branched off into uh, a podcast that I, I do. It's called God Given. Um, so that's why I was excited to do this one. Uh, uh, God blessed me to be able to work with gentlemen that were professional athletes since 2002. And um, being a Christian, 
Uh, a lot of these young men have Christian stories that we don't see on ESPN or we don't hear in the media. You know, you'll see them win a championship and they say, thank God, you know, I give all right. glory and honor to God, but you don't hear the stories. So um, God Given is our podcast. You can find us on Amazon Music, uh, G2, God Given. And um, and that's one of the things that I'm, I'm enjoying that, that we're doing right now. So good deal. Me. Good deal, man. Well, listen, we have enjoyed having you on so this spot you. with us, man. And at, I'm sure as things progress, we're going to get you back because we could sure. do to evolve and maybe have you in some group conversation with some others as we put think tanks together. We're yeah. doing it all, man, because everything revolves around education. Education and, and knowledge. And that's that's mm. it. Education and knowledge. That's what we're mm-hmm. about here. We want to educate. We want to give people the knowledge. We really want to equip them so they're empowered yes, 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 to really yes. go out and do the things uh, exactly. that they may be called and led to do. But you want to do that with some knowledge. So we thank you so yes, much. Hey, taking some time to be with my us. My pleasure. So oh, man. Oh, man. so good to see you. Well, listen, until I get a chance to see you guys again, okay. uh, I'll, I'll see you around. Yeah, no like doubt. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> God bless, Dr. Walker. God bless you as well. Right. God bless Love you as well. Man. All right. God bless you as well, man. Um,